Hey, it's Alan Berg. Are you coming to Wedding MBA this year? Well, I'll be there again. I haven't missed one since the first one in 2007. So I look forward to seeing you there. And if you want to save $20 off the current ticket price and they get higher as you get closer, go to WeddingMBA.com. Use the promo code Alan, A-L-A-N. WeddingMBA.com, promo code Alan, save $20. I look forward to seeing you there. Before we get into this episode, I'm starting something called Ask Me Anything. That's right. You submit your questions and they could become an entire episode or something that I answer at the end of an episode. To submit your questions, look for the red button at podcast.allenberg.com. That's right, podcast.allenberg.com. Click on the red button, submit your question, and maybe you'll hear it here on the podcast. Thanks. You get what you measure. What does that mean? Well, listen to this episode and find out. Welcome to another episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Berg, speaker, author, sales trainer, website reviewer, here to help you and your wedding and event business sell more, profit more, and have more fun doing it. Enjoy this episode. Very often when I'm consulting with wedding and event pros like you all around the world, we're talking about how to judge what's going on in your business. What data do you use? What analytics do you use? And very often I find people who are looking at reports, looking at data and analytics, but it's not necessarily helping them achieve what they're trying to do. I had a a client call me up one time and he said, how many phone calls a day did you have your sales reps make when you were vice president at The Knot? And I said, I didn't measure that. And he said, well, why not? And he was curious because he had worked, as somebody over in Ireland, he had worked for British Telecom and they said, you had to do 100 phone calls a day, 100 phone calls a day. And I told him, I said, you know what, Johnny, I don't measure that because phone calls are not what I'm trying to achieve. You get what you focus on, you get what you measure. If I held my people to, you have to make 100 phone calls a day, they'll make 100 phone calls a day, but they wouldn't necessarily be efficient at it. My top sales reps, I will tell you almost certainly that they made fewer phone calls than many of my other reps who were not as successful because they made better calls. They got more referrals. They made warmer calls as opposed to cold calls. You get what you measure. I didn't measure the number of calls. I measured the sales because that's what we were trying to get. When I'm working with my clients now, we're talking about sales, but also talking about profitability. Because you could do more sales by lowering your price, but you might not be profitable. And I have a lot of my clients where we've had that initially. Uh, They were setting their prices based upon their competitors. But unfortunately, that wasn't enough money for them, for their business, with their overhead and their goals. Because you look at somebody else's prices and you don't know what's underneath that. You don't know if they're making money. You don't know if they're profiting. What if they own their building and you don't, right? There's a big difference there. They own their vehicles outright and you don't. There's a big difference there. So what are you measuring and how is that helping you? I remember one time uh, I had a, a boss and she was all about efficiency, right? That was her thing, operational efficiency. And we did really well with operational efficiency, meaning if a customer asked the question, got a problem, whatever, we were solving them within X amount of time, we were getting these things resolved in X amount of time. 
What it didn't measure was customer satisfaction. Efficiency doesn't mean that the customer is happy. It just means you got it off your plate. So I was more interested in customer satisfaction because a happy customer is better than one that you got what you needed to get off your plate. And yes, you checked the box, but the customer isn't happy. That customer is not going to do business with you long term. If you're a photographer, do you judge how well the wedding went by the number of pictures you took? I don't think so. Or if you're a DJ, you know, by the number of songs you played. No, the number of songs doesn't tell you if the guests were happy with the time that they had. The number of pictures that you took doesn't say if the customers are happy with the photos you took. You know, some of the newer photographers, younger photographers will, you know, you have a big memory card or many memory cards. You take more pictures, take more pictures. Some of the more experienced photographers realize you have to go through all those pictures and might have to edit those pictures. So more is not going to necessarily be the outcome that both you and the customer are looking for. It's the same thing with your website. Do you want more traffic? Not really. You want better traffic. I will take fewer people coming to my website every time if they're the right people than more just to fool me into thinking I'm getting more. If you've heard me speak about pricing and putting pricing on your website and things, which is in another episode here, uh, one of the things that putting pricing on your website, whether it's a range or, you know, I don't like a starting price if you've been hearing me for a while, but if you put even a price range on your site or some of my customers put the entire pricing, here it is, here's our pricing on the site, you will reduce the number of inquiries significantly. If you're measuring year over year, you're going to say, oh my gosh, we're doing terrible because we have so many fewer inquiries. I don't care about inquiries. I care about sales. If you're getting better inquiries, but fewer of them and converting them more, many, many people have told me after putting pricing on their site or listening to things that we've talked about either in consulting or on my webinars or things that they've gotten fewer inquiries, but they're having better conversations, converting more of those people into appointments or phone calls or Zoom calls or directly to sales. And that's the goal. The goal is to convert better. The goal is not to get more. Same thing with advertising and marketing. Some people compare different sources of advertising and saying, well, I'm getting more leads from this source than that source, or I'm getting more traffic to my website from this source than that source. Okay, but does that convert to sales? More is not better. Better is what you're looking for, better quality for whatever that measurement of quality would be. So again, what is your measurement there? You get what you measure. If you're looking at, I get fewer leads from this source and they convert, but the average sale is higher or the average profitability is higher. Well, that's a really good source. And maybe I want to invest more into that source to get more, but I'm not going to give up another source that doesn't profit as much. If it's still profiting well, I sometimes shouldn't be comparing those things. Again, you get what you measure. I want to measure profitability from each source. Some of them are easier than others. Some of them are easy to see the breadcrumbs and the trails as you go through from the when they initially reached out to you or even before that, possibly, if you have some tracking on there. But you want to be able to measure the right things so that you're getting the results that you want. If you're measuring inquiries, okay, are they converting? Inquiries aren't sales. They're opportunities for sales, but they're not sales. So what I'm looking for with tracking in a perfect world, and you can do a lot of this, maybe not all of this. Uh, I do have some clients that do this. They are measuring from the initial inquiry to the conversation 
to either directly to the sale or some of them go from there to the phone call, Zoom call, in-person appointment, tour if it's a venue, and then to the sale. And they're able to track along the way. They're able to do this. Some of them that have multiple sales reps, track it by sales rep, right? You can also then track back to the lead source. I got the lead from here. Do these leads convert better than some other leads? If you can't see that, you're making judgments. Sometimes you're right. Very often you're not right because the data just doesn't hold up. Like when I say to somebody, how much of your website traffic is mobile? And a lot of people say to me, oh, my website traffic is this much is mobile. I'll say, okay, so you have the data on that. And they'll go, no, I, I just think, I, I'm, I'm sure it is. And then we go look at their analytics, their Google analytics or whatever. And that's also another episode that I have uh, up here. I'm not sure if it's before or after this one, but it's the three things that I really care about with Google analytics because there's a hundred points of data, but I can't act on all of them. So you want to be able to see inquiries that turned into good conversations that turned into either phone calls, Zoom calls, in-person appointments, tours, or whatever, or directly to sales if you can make the sale at that point, which a lot of people are. You're going to get what you measure. What would I like you to measure? Profits. Then let's go down to sales. Then we can go down to inquiries and the different sources and things like that. Make sure you're focusing on the right things and measuring the right things. Some of the other stuff is interesting to measure, but if you can't act on it or if it doesn't change much, like knowing how much of your traffic is mobile, I think is very important. It's not going to change month from day to day or week to week. Should you look at it every so often to see if it's trending up or trending down? Absolutely. Should you maybe look if you have the ability to see different sources of traffic are coming in mobile versus desktop? Interesting. Can you act on it? What can you do with that information? Maybe not much. Okay, interesting. Kind of like fireworks. Wow, that's great. Now I can't act on it. So let me go back to what I was doing. So what are you focusing on? What are you measuring? And can you act upon the data that it will make an appreciable difference to get you towards whatever you're trying to accomplish? Otherwise, understand, you know what? This is interesting. Um, I'll give you another one real quick. Which browser people are using to look at your website? Interesting, okay? Is it important? Yes. If you always use Safari or you always use Chrome or you always use another browser and you see that a lot of people are using different browsers or different operating systems to look at your website, it would be good to look at your site every once in a while using one of those methods to know, does it look different? I have very often seen where Chrome acts a little different than Safari sometimes, so I want to look at it both ways. Same on mobile. Look at it at different browsers. Look at it on different devices. Does it act differently? I had uh, one time with uh, Google Chrome, it might even still be happening. The little frames around the contact form fields weren't showing up. So when you looked in Safari or looked on another browser on your phone, it looked fine and there was the boxes to fill in. And then you looked on Chrome and it was just a white page. Like, what, where are the boxes? Well, they were there. You just couldn't see them. And it was a problem with Chrome and you wouldn't know that unless you were looking at your website in Chrome on mobile right? That kind of thing. So what information can you act on? What are you going to measure? And how will those measurements get you towards whatever you're trying to accomplish? That's what I want you to think about. See you on the next episode. Hi, it's Alan Berg. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Wedding Business Solutions Podcast. You can find full transcripts on my website at podcast.allenberg.com. 
And if you have a suggestion for a topic for a new episode or even a guest, please let me know at alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. And if you'd like to find out about having me come and speak to your association or a conference or do sales training in person or remotely for your team, whether you're a team of one or a team of a hundred, please let me know again, alan at weddingbusinesssolutions.com. Thanks for listening.